The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts of this program do not necessarily say to reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 30th of January, 2020. Yes, almost through the first month of this year. And oh boy, I don't know if it's looking any better than 2020, but I hope it gets better soon. I'm your host, Bad Billy. All right, great show lined up for you. In just a little bit, I'm going to be speaking with the band members of Pressure. They are out of Sweden, and this is going to be an interesting one. Later on in the show, I will be joined by the icon, Stephen James, and uh, we've got some uh, stuff to discuss. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to discuss coming up, and then uh, later on in the show, of course, Chris uh, is unable to join me, but I will be giving off uh, more shower thoughts. But before I get to that, I want to cue... One of the latest songs from Pressure. This is called What You See Is What You Get. And I'll be back with band members of Pressure right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio.
Hey there, thrill seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you. You're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle, one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey, the best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey, 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. If you start a facility to help children with ADHD, you probably shouldn't call it a concentration camp. Ooh, is that Mr. Holland? Yes, ma'am. Room three, please disrobe. When I was younger, I was told to hold my tongue. I was told if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. But now I'm older, and I see that we live in a world where nice just won't cut it. So instead, I speak my mind. Speak out against injustice. Freedom of speech. It's your First Amendment. Protect it. This message was brought to you by the NAE Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association. First, there was Cranked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up went Country. Today's best and tomorrow's greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. This is a sizzling hot podcast. Cranked Up Live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? No. Justice-involved individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduplive. Cranked Up Live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. Hey, I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard what you see is what you get by pressure. And it is my pleasure to welcome the band members of pressure all the way from Sweden. Guys, how you doing? Fine. Really great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Good to have you guys here. Thank you. Yeah. Really great to be, be in your show also, of course. Yes. Yes, indeed. So for uh, those who are not familiar with Pressure, uh, why don't you uh, give a little background, tell the listeners about yourselves and about the band. Yeah, do you want us to start how we met and all of that? <laughs> if you want to go into those details, go ahead. 
Uh, definitely, I think. And then I think Emil should start uh, because he was... He and Simon was the first two guys we met. So Emil, you can you can uh, tell them a little bit of how we met. Uh, okay, so me and Simon, we met. Uh, is it about ten years ago, Simon? Yeah, something like that. No, it's more. It's uh, two thousand eight, uh, maybe twelve. Maybe. Something. Yeah. Anyhow, so I actually met a colleague of mine that um, uh, said, "Well, Emil, you you're starting playing the guitar, and I have this really great." Uh, um, guitar instructor that I know. You really should go and see him. Uh, so Simon actually was my um, guitar instructor in the beginning, and after been playing with him for maybe six months, I think he told me, "Emil, you really need to go out and uh, play on stage." Um, and I, uh, okay, but uh, you know, I think I have to be a lot more experienced. <laughs> to do that <laughs> and then it took two weeks and he called me Emil uh, in one of my bands here we have um, the bass player is uh, not uh, able to attend to the gig we have so you can play and uh, I replied you know Simon I never held the bass no problem you can play the guitar uh, it's only 60 songs so we got two weeks to rehearse this, so I went to Simon's house and uh, we had, well, we rehearsed a lot to put all these uh, songs in. And that was sort of my sort of the first real experience of Simon. Uh, <laughs> and after this, um, he invited me to. Uh, sort of a barbecue that he holds each year that is sort of a sort of famous at least back in the days so right simon <laughs> and that's uh, how, I... how our friendship started really um yeah. and me and simon we went on many gigs uh in the cover uh sort of scene for many 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 years and uh i think you can can continue there simon mm. yeah yeah of course the um, um, I, I would say that my barbecue parties are more infamous than famous. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we say, we, yeah, we say that what happens there stays there. <laughs> um, so um, and they um, we we couldn't do one last year because of the pandemic. So we are loading up for an epic uh, barbecue when everything is back to normal. <laughs> okay, and that was just a parenthesis. Uh, no, the. Um, uh, when I started seeing Emily, it was a great guy, but but it was uh, from the, you know, he, he's a he's actually a saxophone player, and and he he needed a kick in the butt to get out on the scene. So I well I dragged him along, and he uh, almost lived with me for two weeks when we rehearsed for those songs. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, so we we um, but, but it went well. But but uh, I said after that gig, well well you shouldn't play the bass, and it's returning now, so you'll stick with the guitar, okay? Uh, but okay, we'll, we 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 went on now. We're playing the, the party cover scene, touring all over Sweden, actually playing from the south to the north, and and all those kind of things. Uh, but but later we we found that when we did. 
Um, we we, we uh, mostly did rock hard rock covers uh, that went home well with the crowds, and and we started to rearrange the songs because we if, if, uh, this is kind of a death scene, but but we got tired of them. Um, it's not fun playing the same song uh, each each night. Yeah, the the audience is the only few you get when you play it and, and they react to the song and they sing along that's fun but to rehearse that kind of song well it, it got a bit boring so we start rearranging it and rearranging it and rearranging it and rearranging it and soon they were so far away from the original this we said okay <laughs> what did we do here and then then we thought thought up and have had a lot of members coming and going and me and Emil were like the core here so we we i was singing at that time as well and and i thought that no i shouldn't be doing this and so we started to looking for a really uh, charismatic and energetic um, and a real front man you know that one could uh, get a real uh, response from the whole room so we started to to uh, audition for for frontmen and um, with with the intention first of playing really uh, rearranged and uh, reading redone rock covers actually but we then we found mr olof here and and what happened then olof <laughs> yeah, then I, I uh, got to their audition and uh, they tried me out, of course, and uh, I tried them out as well because it has to be that everybody fits together. So when I got home that night, my wife asked me, all right, how did it go? And I said, actually, I have no idea. It was uh, <laughs> too much uh, in, in impressions. So I have to, uh, I have to uh, let it sink in. It will be probably one of the worst things or the best things in my life. And uh, if you have to choose between that, then you have to give it a go. Because if it's possible that it could be one of the best things in your life, then you're stupid if you don't try it out. Um, and I thought they were really nice guys. Um, although when I, I uh, wanted to start singing again i actually aim for a kind of a cover band because i have the small children at home and and everything so i thought no i i don't want to write my own music or anything uh, and in the beginning it was a little bit of a cover but pretty soon we realized that uh, it's actually uh, we, let's rearrange it a little bit more and then simon wrote one of his songs and what then we thought why should we ever sing covers again so that that's kind of the start how we formed pressure and then uh, for a year or a year and a half we started working on our sound finding ourselves what is pressure and what are we about and today we we write and uh, perform story metal there's a story behind uh, every song we write and we put a lot of effort into the lyrics uh because uh, we, we think it's a message to get out there to start a discussion uh, to get think people to think about things and we use the rock metal to uh, tr uh, yeah get get our message through and 
Um, yeah, that, that's kind of the the base here. Very interesting. Very interesting too. Now, as I'm listening to your music too, I kind of hear a uh, Sabaton influence. Those guys are great. Um, but who would you say uh, your influences are? There's there's really a lot of them. Um, <laughs> we we don't have one influence. We we have a guitar player from this band, a singer from this band, all all good musicians. And we take kind of things from everywhere. I don't know if you have listened to uh, other songs that we have uh, written and performed, because if you listen to them, uh, you will probably have a little bit hard to put us in one genre, because there's a little bit of folk music in there, there's a little bit of metal, there's a little bit of of uh, classic rock, and there's so so there's... There's a lot of influences, and and uh, Simon, you can continue on that because you are actually our songwriter, and then uh, me and Emil is there to to uh, help you do the the job. But you are the the influencer. You are the the one who writes some music. Yeah, the grandmaster. Be, be... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I understood that. <laughs> uh, no, the the uh, the influence. I mean, I I love a good performance. I can listen to uh, every guitar player from my roots are in the blues. I I, I love a good BB King solo. I love a good Eric Clapton solo. I, but I I also love a. Uh, uh, to listen to the steaming solos from like uh, Dragon Force or, or uh, Mr. Malmsteen or yeah, so so I I, I kind of take from everyone. Uh, Mr. Olaf here is is a baker as well, and I would say that we are doing exactly what he does. We we are pouring a lot of ingredients into the mix here, so. But but my main influence is, is actually my story writing process is is to begin with the story. I I, I collect um, I collect stories. I collect emotions. I listen to people. I talk to people. I, I'm out there each and every day and hearing, seeing things. And when I have those, I I, I note them down, and then I get. I, I, I kind of get into the mood here. I see that, okay, well, you, you are going to write about a relation. You are going to write about a certain people doing something or experience something. Then, then you get, oh, I need this mood. Uh, and uh, then I go, perhaps go to some artists that are playing that kind of mood to get inspired. And after that, I, 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 I write a, a melody or a riff or something like that. And, the the draft process for me is I'm 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 getting into my my bubble my my place and no one can reach me there I I must flow right I, I do I do the song in a couple of hours from drums to to guitars and then I'm totally exhausted and I fall back uh, so so uh, that's I kind of get. Uh, high on stories or something like that. <laughs> That's uh, what, what I want to ask you right there, Simon, is, um, you know, I'm, 
whether where the lyrics come from, where the songs come from, they come from uh, like uh, certain situations that uh, where something happened somewhere, political situations or anything like that. Yeah, it can be political. It can be um, experiences, emotions, things, things that actually happen. But I, I, I want to. Um, not to write about a thing in a newspaper. I want to get the actual story. So um, when I get um, a, a political stand, we have a song coming out um, that would be in both Swedish and German, actually, um, that are called um, Come Here. Uh, and it's about how different kind of organizations, movements, uh, people um, wanting to lure you in, uh, but not telling the whole story about their intentions for you. Uh, and the, um, I, I have experienced that very close. I've seen people getting into to, um, uh, places, uh, to organizations, to, to parties where they get more or less brainwashed they get and they they are getting to be a different kind of person you don't rec recognize them later so i i i need to be to be close i need to see it i need because much of my writing is is uh, has a double meaning you can interpret the song in two ways i really try to work with that so so you can that particular song you can right, you can see that we are a good organization. We want the best for you. We, 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 we see that you, you have a problem. We can help you. That's one side of the story. The other side of the story is, okay, um, please come to us and we'll <clears throat> fix you. <laughs> so there is, there is two sides of every story. And, and I, that's what, what I mean when I said I'm collecting stories. I need to be there. I need to to be out in life and to listen to people. I, I talk to a lot of people uh, and and, and uh, try to listen to them, to get their point of view, to get their stories, to get their things. And I, I often, okay, uh, you, you know, this is, this. I, 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 I really enjoy listening to you. Is it okay to base um, a song upon this? And they go, oh, whoa, are you going to mention my name? Are you going? No, no, never, never, never. I, I'm just collecting the moods, the stories, the things to to do, and those people who I've written for, uh, they know it. No one else know it. So yeah. <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong in my assumption here, but uh, you look into a situation, and uh, if it's you know if it's uh, front front page on the newspaper, it's uh, it's all over uh, the news on TV or whatever. For you. It's like you actually have to feel the experience of it to to write that song and, and write it genuinely. Yes, I I, uh, I usually say that to experience life you have to dare to live life, and and how could I write about something to really write from my heart or from my soul if I haven't been there and experienced it? I mean, it's. And, and of course, I cannot be doing everything I do, but I can do the best thing, uh, next best thing, and that's listen to people who've been there to 
I mean, I've talked to people who has fled war from uh, other countries. I have spoken with people who has been evicted. I have uh, spoken with people who has gone bankrupt. I have speak, spoken to a lot of those people and you know, sat down for a long talk. We have become friends. We have seen the, the different kind of that stories. And that's my my collection. I, I, I need to connect. I, I I, I need to feel it because, well, you can talk about, oh, there is a very hard situation in that place, in that city, or in that country. But how can I, but, 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 but when you hear someone who has come from a place that has been filled with war, they have fled over open water, they have been haunted, they have been chased, they have been and they have their own demons uh, battling from that time. When you get that story, you, 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 you feel uh, as you have been there. And if you really listen, there are so many stories out there that need to be told. I agree 100%. Now, um, you, did, you mentioned it a little while ago, too, that, uh, you know, that uh, you have a song coming out. It's gonna it's gonna have uh, versions in uh, German and in Swedish. And I noticed, uh, of course, a lot of your songs that as I was doing my research are in Swedish. But uh, when you guys first started, uh, uh, was it uh, Swedish at first and then adapted to English, or was it English first? And um, um, <laughs> we we actually always write in Swedish uh, first yeah. because that's our native language. And of course, since we since we put a lot of effort into get the lyrics uh, right because we want the songs to be interpreted, be able to interpret them in different ways. We don't want them to be uh, telling you exactly what we mean. It needs to be able to interpret it in your kind of way because a lot of songs can be interpreted in a good way or a bad way depending on who, who you are and what kind of experiences you have. And that's always easier for us to do in Swedish. And uh, then after that, we thought, well, let's try to do some of them in, uh, in English. And uh, then we have uh, help first to uh, translate them. We, we know a, a little bit of English ourselves as well, but it's always good to have somebody to help you translate to get the, uh, something to start to work with. And then we, we translate them as close as possible to, to Swedish, not word by word, because we want the meaning. And sometimes you express something in English in a very different way than you do in Swedish. So then you have to rewrite it so it will fit the, the rhythm and everything and, and how you uh, say some certain things in, in, uh, in uh, US or in, in English speaking uh, uh, places. And um, the German song, it was actually come here uh, that um, we thought this would probably fit pretty good in, in German. Let's try it. So Simon reached out for uh, some friends and, and told them, we are thinking of making this into a German song. Could you help us? And uh, they did. And uh, that one went... <laughs> so well so nowadays we actually never play the swedish version of it because it's so much <laughs> so much heavier in 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 german you can't compare them uh, 
So, so that's actually really a nice thing. We get our our different favorites in different languages. Some of the songs we think, oh, this is better actually in Swedish. This one is really good in English, and uh, this one is really good in in German. Uh, if you want the heavy sound, you should go for the the German version. If you want the middle heavy sound, you go for the Swedish version. And if you want, sorry to say, the, the softest one, it's the English version. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is it uh, just those three languages, or um, do you inc incorporate any other languages as well? Uh, so far, it's only these, only these three languages. We've said that it would be nice to do something in Spanish uh, and maybe something in Finnish, but you never know. <laughs> we will see what time brings. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> now, um, the, oh, go on, go on. That's that, that's the best thing because we 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 say this and. Um, then, then we force Olaf to learn the language, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, uh, have, have you guys uh, had the opportunity yet? Uh, I can't say the year 2020 after what we're going through, but have you had the, the opportunity to uh, venture outside of uh, Sweden and perform other places, other parts of Europe, or anywhere globally? No, not as pressure, uh, since we, we formed pressure uh, two, two years ago, about, about two years ago. And then the first year we, we uh, tried to find ourselves, find our sound and, and write the songs and produce the songs. And when we uh, started to record and thought it would be really nice to, uh, to go out and play as well, uh, COVID hit us. So as pressure, no. But I think you and Simon and Emil, you can answer what happened before I got into the equation. I mean, we, we have played mostly in the the Nordic uh, countries uh, as as before, but but that couldn't compare to pressure. No, no pressure hasn't been out. We are we are we are uh, aiming for that. We are aiming to both play in Europe and, and in the US. Uh, and the, uh, um, I mean, we, we, we got, actually, we were ready to go out. We, we did like a couple of shows, right, guys? Uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and after that, well, <laughs> it hit and everything closed. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so now, nowadays we have, we have written a lot of more material. We have been uh, rehearsing our live performances uh, and, and uh, the show, the the uh, speech uh, that we, we, we always present the songs and, and tell a little background story about the different songs that we are playing and those kind of things that we have been do doing and um, uh, polishing our sound, polishing new material, doing a lot of things actually, but, but we couldn't play live and we still can't. And of course that's frustrating. We want to get out there. That's, that's our, main arena we we want people to experience the, the get the story metal experience live not on not on the uh, albums because a live experience is always better oh absolutely absolutely in fact um you know i mean what's going on now this cannot be the norm we got we got to get back to what we know is the norm yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, it wasn't too long ago too I, that uh, somebody said that uh, the experience they had going to a concert was watching it on YouTube. 
Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. How can how can that be? I mean, you know, and I was I stated this before too. You know, as uh, when I went to go see Poison and Cinderella uh, back in two thousand six. You know, I mean, I was I was thirty two years old at the time, and but and so my high school days had already long been past me. But I remember getting there. And uh, that smell of hairspray and uh, all that that high hair hair metal fashion that uh, all these fans were coming, you know, just brought back those fond memories, you know. And and that's an experience you cannot get by watching it on TV or on YouTube. No, no. And and one of the other things that I experienced when you go to shows nowadays, uh, you get a lot of um, people instead of holding up. Instead of um, jumping, uh, raising their hands, uh, doing whatever uh, to rock out, they they reach up in the air and film it with their phone. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So either they film it or they stream or they do. And either what? Wait, are you are you focused on recording when you are into a rock concert? What? <laughs> well then, then again you know that's that's also savoring the memories right there too so, yeah, yeah it could be both yeah it could both. be both <laughs> yes yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean they, they, it's probably safer to to during a slow song to to uh, have the mobile phone than a lighter so <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah that's that was one thing that uh that was like i said that was 2006 when i went to that poison concert and uh yeah we we had cell phones but uh they they weren't uh what the video quality smartphones yet at that ah, time nah, nah, nah. so people were still raising their lighters yep well yep. right <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that that concert was a lot of fun until I got too drunk. But <laughs> <laughs> then, then it's good to be able to record it because then you have some some memory of it, maybe. You some proof at least the, the full concert, not only half of the concert. So that maybe that's why they record it. <laughs> um, okay, been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When 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 you were younger, before the smartphone time, they probably told you sometimes they asked you when you've been to party, was it fun? Well, I don't know yet because um, the pictures haven't come back yet. So <laughs> <Yeah>. we will see. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you ask, was I fun? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear I hear Sweden's got some pretty good beer too. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we manage. Yes. yes, we do. Even if we drink, yeah, we must give credits to the the uh, Danish uh, beers. I like the Danish beers and the Finnish beers. Yeah, don't forget those. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know if I can drink a uh, warm German beer. My beer's got to be cold, but that's an American thing, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I would have to agree. Cold beer. I haven't. Haven't started to appreciate warm beer as well. I, I want them cold. Yes, uh, me too. Prefer them so. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but, but I, I, I I prefer my. Uh, I have gone from 
from beer to whiskey. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> so um, obviously, uh, with this past year and um, not being able to perform as freely as um, you would like to, um, I believe you said earlier it's given you more time, as it has given a lot of artists time to write songs, more time in the studio, and get things done. Um, so uh, how much material do you think uh, this time off has given you to produce, to write and produce, I should say? Um, yeah. I think the 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 we yeah have, go ahead Simon yeah okay we I, I, we have we have written this album uh, we have uh, an EP in the in the works a German EP and we have material for at least one more album nice nice yeah I mean uh, I mean what else can you do when you're uh, when you're you really can't go out and uh, there there's just not much to do. Might as well, might as well uh, put, put some pen to the paper, write some songs, get some recorded, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course you can do that and, 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 and rehearse, uh, really polish, you know, the parts you can um, uh, practice and learn to, to be more efficient as uh, doing your technical stuff, you know, from everything from show materials to really per perfecting your playing. We're kind of weird. We we really love to be in the uh, rehearse, uh, be there. So we're kind of weird <laughs> that way. I don't know. <laughs> we love our pressure dome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we do. And actually, when we when we rehearse, uh, normally we rehearse for almost eight hours. Damn. That, yeah. Yep. So you're, you're pretty, you're pretty sore uh, after that in in the throat, and uh, the day after, you are in a state of mode where you are tired, but still you have some energy because it was so really great yesterday <laughs> because I was at the rehearsing studio and and uh, had could do some music. So you're both tired, but uh, you have a lot of energy as well. Yes, yes, and it. I mean, from what I'm getting from you guys too is, um, you know, is is uh, even b before all the all this hit, sounds like you really put a lot of work and effort into it, and I mean, uh, you know, that can only be appreciated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a lot what to do. Absolutely. Why do it otherwise, right? <laughs> yes. I actually couldn't do anything else. I, I, I would get mad and start climbing the walls if I weren't allowed to play. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I have a guitar in like every room. And uh, as I said before, I I've even took a guitar into a sauna one time. I needed that. <laughs> um, and I have, uh, yeah. So, so, so I am... I, um, yeah, uh, it would be a totally uh, uh, live devastating if I couldn't play, if I couldn't bring and, and do this. I, I mean, I play so many hours a day. Just That'd this be... is kind of my 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 vent, my 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 place to 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 express myself. 
that's I need that. I I, I couldn't live without that. Most definitely, I I hear you there. I mean, if they they took away your guitar, that I mean that'd be oh god, yep. that'd be ta that'd be and taking I, your heart, your soul, you know. That's, and that's why I I, I always get a. I, I love to, to watch a good horror movie. That's nice. But not when they are like cutting off fingers. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. They can chop, chop off a leg or, 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 or whatever, but, but not fingers, not hands. No, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, yeah, then you don't want to see some uh, thief in the Middle East. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> leave, leave those hands and fingers alone. Because I, I always say that when I want. No, he can't play. How do you know he, he, he was a player? No, he can't, can't learn. <laughs> Just go to France, Simon. Exactly, exactly. Take the head, but not my fingers. Exactly, exactly. Do, do, do whatever body part, but not that. <laughs> So, so, so now, yes. Yeah, so looking, looking into the future, uh, what's what's uh, coming up for you? Obviously, you got the EP that's going to be coming out. Got more singles going to be coming out, um, but uh, hopefully, you know, we get the horizon cleared. You know, they're coming out with the vaccine for this thing. Um, do you expect uh, sometime, maybe, maybe uh, I'll know in the next six months that you'll you'll be uh, touring again, perhaps. Uh, we really hope for it, but I think it will take a little bit more than six months to everything for everything to open up. Uh, but we are working for it to be ready. If something opens up, we will be ready to go. Uh, so you don't, oh, let's uh, uh, on the live show because that's fresh material. You, you need to be on the edge to be able to do a good performance and you can't uh, two weeks before all oh, right let's work a live show uh, so, so so we really hope that if if everything opens up we will uh, we will be out there and if, there it could be sweden it could be europe and it could be the us depending on on uh, where it opens up and and uh, who uh, who wants us there? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if if there were some aliens coming down uh, today and uh, curing all mankind, uh, we could go on stage tonight. We are ready. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Now, uh, one question uh, I got to ask you guys. Uh, I love asking this question. Because I, I get different and often fucked up answers when I ask this question. <laughs> I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> now, now, this doesn't matter if you're playing some dirty dive bar or some shithole out in the middle of nowhere that holds a capacity of about, uh, oh, 25 people if you're lucky. Or say you, mm. you just booked a big venue like Wembley Arena. What's the craziest thing you have witnessed while performing on stage? <laughs> um, maybe you should start, Simon. I think you've got one of the most stories, and uh, then we'll we'll. I, th you, I think you want an answer from all of us. 
okay. Yeah, I said a lot of strange things. Being one time, we we were like, yeah, we have. I mean, we have seen crazy persons doing crazy things. We have been, and and we are. Oh yeah, I don't know where to start. Okay, maybe time you can start with when we played at this. Oh, what do you call it? The funeral uh, party. <laughs> Let's hear about and, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 were at a show, and doing and and there were um, uh, yeah, funeral home. That uh, a lot of a funeral yeah. company, you know, yeah, uh, exactly. grave diggers. Yeah, and they were uh-huh. really. Yeah, I mean, they were not like you thought they were, and they were. You know, they were pouring over into the stage, fell over, and I actually think I never seen a party that everyone I was mean, standing there, head banging and and jumping and crowd surfing and whoa! This w- large woman that fell over stage, I remember. I was yeah. it was awesome. So another uh, another fun thing was we. We stood at our place in, in, in Stockholm rehearsing. It was a Wednesday, uh, and and um, they and, and we got a call, and, and it was an hysterical man. Oh, I'm I'm getting married on Saturday, and my band jumped. Okay, can you come, please? I have got a a, a good reference from you. So can can you please? Uh, okay, yeah, sure, but but. Where where is it? Ah, eh, it's a bit far away. It's in the northern part of Sweden. You have to travel like it's what I don't know. It's a, a car trip for like one and a half day. And so okay, um, yeah, but it's 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 good money. Okay, okay. Um, so so I went out um, and asked the guys there. Okay, um. <clears throat> Do you do something for the next like three days? <laughs> uh, and we went up there to this wedding. It was like uh, uh, some uh, people, rich people, I think, and and it was a small but but very costly wedding. They had you know chefs standing out on the, the uh, 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 and doing different kind of barbecues and there were waiters in the in costumes and there were really high class clothes you know truxes and uh, high gowns and and we <laughs> uh, we are um hard rock cover band <laughs> uh, is this really <laughs> um so we 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 kind of rearranged uh, ourselves and tried to play every soft song that we knew in the first set and when we got back to to, uh, to backstage at the first day we said oh we don't know any more soft songs we, we cannot do this shall we repeat the first set and then the the one of the the best man came down there and said okay and um, do you guys know any rock songs and we went <laughs> well well <laughs> it can be done <laughs> Um, so we went out there and and opened up with uh, um, uh, was cover it sad of, but true? Yeah, I think it was sad but true, uh, and and it, it it was a total scenes changer. The guys 
uh, ripped off their uh, their their jackets, their tuxes, and unbuttoned the shirts and start to headbang and the uh, the girls they like raise the skirts and start jumping around what <laughs> happened uh, and 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 the, the best thing is we we that was one hell of a rock show we we did an extra set we 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 played maiden we played everything and we were so tired after this we have been playing rock for like four hours straight because when we, we we went off the stage and we got back to backstage and they come oh please can you continue there's so much speed and power in the party we cannot you cannot quit now you can get some extra money but but you can do this so we were totally exhausted and we were going to sleep in the the in the um, newlyweds um, house when we were done okay yeah, garage so we went, actually yeah in the garage <laughs> And, and we were, went down there. We were so exhausted. But then the 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 um, happy couple come down to to speak to us, and they they sat there and we yeah we we kicked back. We talked a bit, and suddenly the bride almost fell asleep. And as a very good gentleman, the the um, the groom he picked up the bride in his arms and went up and we said, okay, at at last now we can sleep. But. <laughs> Nice. 20 minutes later, the groom returned and he said, oh, but well, and we were just, uh, um, shouldn't you be with your um, wife at your wedding night or, um, but no, I, I mean, I'll have her, her for the rest of my life, but how many times do I have a rock band in my garage? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice one. Uh I hate to say this, but we are just about out of time, so I have one more question. So let's say, away. Yes, <laughs> let's say a group of kids uh, ages 15 to early 20s approach you and tell you that they want to start a band, they want to jump in the music business. What advice do you think you'd give them? The advice, um, I think... From me, you would get uh, kind of uh, love what you do. Don't don't lose your passion. And uh, even though it maybe could take a little bit hard, uh, longer and and uh, harder work, believe in what you do and do it for passion and not too much for money. Of course, you need money to survive, but work, believe in what you do. And uh, and do something that is your own, and don't try to be like somebody else. Believe in what you do, and and do do that thing. All right. Yeah, and, and 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 stick with it. Um, yeah, that's that's one of the best advices that I got when I was a little kid. You know, that, that's it will be hard. You you cannot be or play or do the things that you're idols can or that the the perfect bands do or something like that but stick with it you will get there if you just stick with it it will get hard uh, and and you will i mean i still get that feeling but to to like okay why am i doing this but you you'll uh, take what what all of said you you take your passion and you stick with it 
because you know that uh, um, that much effort you pour into it, you will get double back in the end. So and and so stick with it. Do the things that you love and be yourself. That's that's uh, the best thing that you can do. All right, I like that answer. Well, uh, here in just a little bit, we're, I'm going to hit a five-song music set, and I'm going to be featuring three more of your songs. Oh, um, great. Yes. You'll have a good time ahead of you. <laughs> yes. Uh, before I get to that, uh, I want to give you guys an opportunity to uh, give yourself a plug to the listeners where they can find pressure. you got a website out there, social media, uh, Reverb Nation, iTunes, Spotify, and all that good shit. Yeah, Simon, you can. You're the best one on the social media <laughs> and media. Okay. Uh, now, the, yeah, you can find us on on um, our website pressure.band, or on uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, and um, those kind of things uh, on YouTube. You just search for Pressure Sweden, and um, uh, of course, we are on all the the streaming platforms as well. Uh, uh, like Spotify, um, Tidal, Deezer, and those kind of things. So give a listen or and subscribe, please. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, here on my show. I want to wish you the very best of luck in your future endeavors. And uh, yeah, when I'm going to be keeping an eye on you guys because I like your stuff a lot, and I'm going to be listening for um, new tunes. And once again, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank, thank you as well. Uh, thank same. you. Love to be here. Yes. And with that said, I'm going to hit my music set. To, uh, like I said, three more songs by Pressure and also mixed in the set. I have Aaron Stoll and um, MC Lars. So with that said, I'll be back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth?
my age, I should know better. I try and do the best I can to manage things like my high cholesterol, but nothing ever seemed to work. So I went to see my doctor, and he told me I might be suffering from a condition that affects lots of people today. Not giving a fuck about what I eat. That's when I found out about the Thug Kitchen Cookbook. It's full of delicious, plant-based recipes that really inspired me to get my shit together. Start eating some real fucking food. And now, I'm feeling better than ever. Who are you? I remember a time when I thought my kids got enough nutrition from that prepackaged bullshit I'd buy at the store. <laughs> I was such a lazy fucking asshole. Now that I've got the Thug Kitchen cookbook, I don't play that shit anymore. I love to cook good food, but who has the fucking time to hunt down a dozen exotic ingredients just to eat better? Not at my age. Thug Kitchen helps me cut through the bullshit with language that I can understand. If you or someone you love suffers from chronic drive through dinners, meat sweats, gut rot, sugar shakes, or just want to get your shit together, see if the Thug Kitchen cookbook is right for you. Thug Kitchen is not for everyone, including people who might be offended by words like ass, shit, fuck, or motherfucker. Some side effects may include feeling better, looking fly as fuck, saving some goddamn money, and in some cases, increased culinary competence that could lead to becoming a skilled son of a bitch in the kitchen. So find out today if the Thug Kitchen Cookbook is right for you. You'll be fucking glad you did.
famous assholes. Let's start with this dude. Name Cain, killed his brother, and that was just rude. Brutus and Cassius were jerks just a little. Nero was no hero. Rome early played the fiddle. Caligula could give you a night to remember. Gang, it's time I tie you up. My lacerate your member. And when it came to ballers, they was glad the impaler. He'd run a stake up through you out your mouth to make you holler. It's no mystery. History remembers. Pirates pillaging and villagers dismembered. Vikings on a quest in their dragon-shaped boats. Running up on castles, jumping over moats. Christopher Columbus rolled up with the fungus. Cesaro and Cortez made the natives all say on this one-sided exchange is not that nice like henry the eighth beheading wife after wife Arnold, then Oliver Cromwell, Napoleon Bonaparte, all wish I had gone well, with Bonaparte plans like Andrew Jackson, a trail of tears dividing families like fractions, Jack the Ripper had bad morals like Lennon, Stalin killed 20 million and sent them all to heaven, or hell, I don't know, but one thing is for certain, so many Russian people murdered behind an iron curtain, Gabriel Prince Eve shot Franz Ferdinand, which led to World War One and a famous Scottish band, which led to World War Two and freaking bodies everywhere, at the Holocaust Museum, there's a wall of shoes and hair, on a rainy day in Amsterdam, tell me why I saw the Anne Frank house and it made me cry So whistle while you work, Hitler was a jerk Mussolini was a weenie, assholes got some nerve Okay Lars, the turn goes to you I'll take compassionate athletes for 500, Alex This football player is also known as a strong advocate of animal rights Who is Michael Vick? I'm sorry Lars, but that is incorrect Damn! History's greatest asshole History's greatest asshole History's greatest Mengele was sick with the scientific research Lips of human skin, blood up on his t-shirt Pol Pot, Ho Chi Minh, Idi Amin All up in the jungle, acting real mean Mark Davis Chapman shot a beetle on the street James Earl Ray killed Martin Luther King Manson crashed parties and painted the town The Zodiac Killer has yet to be found It's an inside job, training junk bonds and derivatives Systematic risk, Wall Street greed is quite indicative 20 billion in the bank, but y'all keep on sending Killing our economy with subprime lending Vince offer slap chop, the hooker in the face John Mayer said some very awkward things about his race Charlie Sheen Wait, hold up, everyone's rapping about Charlie Sheen right now And it's played out and boring and whack, so I'm gonna skip this part Biff Tannen will actually, his whole family I'm speaking candidly, like Holmes and Hannity it's insanity, they're raping everybody We tune in when it's shocking and we tune in when it's bloody Mel Gibson hitting women thinking he can get away like OJ Oh wait, what would Dr. Laura say? Okay, no way, yo, I almost forgot George W. Bush, you got the number one spot
There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. Mary Jane CBD and Vape Shop, the only CBD dispensary in the city. We have CBD oil, CBD flour, CBD pre-rolls, and CBD-infused hot beverages at your service. We do not have any THC in our CBD products. Stop on in at 302 West Victory Drive, Savannah, Georgia. Use CBD420 to get a 20% discount at the store. Mary Jane CBD and Vape Shop, again at 302 West Victory Drive. Mark your calendar and make plans now to experience Highway 30 Music Fest 2021, June 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. With good food and drink, country music, Americana music, rock and red dirt, there's something for everyone. Artists performing Thursday, June 24th include Brass Tax. Lord, if you can hear me, Ray Wiley Hubbard. Snake Farm. It just sounds nasty. Snake Farm. Night Ranger. And more. Sponsors of Highway 30 Music Fest 2021 include Bish's RV, Donnelly Sports, and Swire Coca-Cola. Have a great time while helping organizations and families in need. Highway 30 Music Fest will take place rain or shine. To order tickets and for more information, visit hwy30musicfest.com. Yo, baby, you've ever your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. (laughs) 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train. And USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard, well, this one's uh, written in Swedish, so I hope I'm just going to pronounce it the best way I can. But you just heard Pressure with Osarbar. Before that, MC Lars with History's Greatest Assholes. Before that, Pressure with Beaten But Not Dead. Before that, Aaron Stoll with Judgment Day. And starting off the whole set, Pressure and The Shadow. And once again, a big shout out to those guys. Thank you very much for joining the show. All right. So... Pretty soon I'll be joined by Stephen James for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. But first I must expose... The Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week this week is a Republican out of Staten Island, New York, who really said something very, very stupid. Yes, her name is Leticia Romaro. And uh, what did she say that was so stupid? Well, let's take a listen here. And here we go, just cute. With the small business community, with Staten Island, to stand up for our rights, the right to pay taxes! so that we can pay the salaries of these good men and women who, yes, are only doing their job, but not for nothing. Sometimes you got to say, Paul Hitler, not a good idea to send me here. So you said, Hail Hitler, and, um, well, since they've already labeled Republicans as racist and Nazis, and then you said you meant to say, Mein Fuhrer, Maybe you should leave some certain terminology out. Because I know that uh, you're going after uh, idiots like uh, uh, Andrew the Homo Cuomo and uh, Bill de Blasio, that son of a bitch. But, uh, yeah, references to Hitler and all that, that shit can be used against you. What a dumb fucking thing to say. Anyway, with that said, it is time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go, and by what route, and how fast. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk starts now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk, I am joined by the founder and CEO of AOW Productions, the icon, Stephen James. What's going on, brother? What is going on, Billy? It's been too long, brother. How's it going? Well... I mean, parts of my life are doing well, but uh, I got to tell you this, this last election, I don't think I've expressed my frustrations enough, my disappointment enough. And then of course, uh, this new administration, 
Bidenist Pervertis gets into the White House, starts signing executive orders, jobs are are uh, disappearing, and then he, oh, these people on the put- Keystone XL, they can just get another job. Yeah, easier said than done in a fucking pandemic, asshole. Yeah, and he's got a unique thing going in. I, I really don't remember the last time, and thanks to Georgia, the last time an, uh, an incoming president had literally a you know Democratic White House, Democrat Congress, Democrat Senate, and yet he still has to do everything by executive order. So that kind of confuses me. Because apparently you've got the you've got the votes in the House and the Senate, except that if they actually agreed with you, why would you need to do it by executive order? And then, of course, uh, this this was very interesting too. This uh, here's a video from a black gentleman. I don't know where he he's at, um, but uh, yeah, he was he was an employee, I believe. He was one of the roughnecks on the uh, pipeline and. As soon as this loads here, I got to play the audio from this because, well, you know, ease up there for a second, Cracker, because uh, they don't be, they don't like to be called black these days. It's supposed to be African American. I ain't fucking politically correct. So, and uh, by the way, this gentleman's talking. I don't think uh, he'd mind. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, whatever happened to Black Lives Matter and their bullshit? Well, I mean, it's all contradictory anyway, no matter how you look at it. I mean, racism obviously is a horrible thing, but if black lives matter, then how come I can't call you black? (laughs) All right. So here we we go. We almost got this loaded. All right. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense how. At the stroke of a pen, me, my buddies, all of us, we lost our jobs. I just got a, bought this car. I had a six-year payment plan on it. So I'm probably going to have to sell the car. Add buying six-year payment. And then, probably won't be able to make next month's mortgage. doesn't fucking make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. How did Donald Trump I know how they took it. They didn't steal the election. When you steal something, you that's when no one knows that you took it. But they outright, boldly went in and said, we're going to fucking take this presidency from you. Screw the American people. Screw you, Donald Trump. Screw everybody. America last. And oh, by the way, you guys are going to lose your job. What do you, what do you have to say about that? Well, uh, first thing I would say is, again, you bought a car on a six-year payment plan. Um, a, number one, you, this gentleman, um, who obviously is very, very upset, and understandably so, 
needs to take um, maybe an online economics course or a personal finance course because if you buy a car on a six-year payment plan, A, you are throwing so much money away. You're basically going to end up paying more than double what that car is worth, but that's beside the point. Uh, no, he's very, very understandably upset, and I totally get that. I would be too. I would be, well, probably pissed off enough to, uh, I don't know, storm the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, except, uh, yeah, it's another thing too is do shit like that. Oh, no, I agree completely. I wasn't even aware other than a few vague reports. And I tend to wake up about an hour before going to work. I spent about maybe five minutes just, you know, perusing the news real quick before I jump in the shower and I head to work. I'm... So I really know anything about it until about four hours into my shift at work. And uh, my assistant manager came up to me and she's a dyed in the wool liberal but she's actually uh, somebody that I can intelligently discuss politics with because we do have separate beliefs. But she this amazing thing about her, which is you can have a difference of opinion and she will have an intellectual conversation with you, which is very nice. It doesn't become a screaming match. We do agree to disagree on pretty much everything but she's like, what do you think about these guys at the capitol and i was like i heard there are protests and she's like oh no let me show you some video and i went what the fuck i was like i i understand you know where they're coming from but again at the same time these are just as bad if not worse than the fucking idiot Black Lives Matter people that were torching buildings, and they're still torching buildings and rioting, and except we didn't give these guys entire sections of cities to, you know, burn and loot. Well, the thing is, though, is were those people were, were those people really conservative Trump supporters? Because that one dude with the horns has been seen with Antifa. In, uh, I mean, to be honest, I haven't personally researched it all that much. The, what I take away from it in watching the news footage of it is everyone, e even including more conservative news sites like Fox News, refer to these people as domestic terrorists, which they 100% absolutely are, regardless of their pay if they're paid plants or not. I don't care. But literally the same anchors that are calling this particular group domestic terrorists are the same anchors and news personalities that were justifying the burning and the looting and the violence with the BLM protests. Now, something else. Back on October 15th, Biden is pervertus tweeted this. We're eight months into this pandemic and Donald Trump still doesn't have a plan to get this virus under control. I do. Let's jump ahead to January 22nd, 2021. There's nothing we can do to change the 
trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. So where's this, what's this great plan to, to make us wear these fucking masks that don't fucking work? No, the great plan was that uh, apparently, you know, the pharmaceutical companies that have the Democratic Party squarely in their pocket and the pharmaceutical companies have had for many, many, many years now simply said this, Mr. Biden? or Mr. Former Vice President, whatever the hell they called him in the conversations, said, hey, we do have the vaccines available. Two separate companies said, we have vaccines available. And he said, great. But instead of following great with, let's get that out there and start saving lives right away, presumably, said, why don't we wait till, I don't know, a couple days after the election so it makes like makes it look like uh now former president trump didn't do enough to oh yeah by the way the vaccines were ready you're telling me you perfected it and got it approved two days after the election yeah i'm not really buying that one i i, I think they were asked by the biden campaign or by biden himself for that matter to keep a lid on it until after the election. And that still wasn't enough to keep controversy away from the election. Uh, let's talk about this virus itself. I had it. And so I, I mean, and, it was, and I'm not going to say that, um, quite frankly, it was bad. Well, see, for, for me, I'm not going to say that it was pleasant. I got a sore throat, I had a bit of a fever, a bit of a headache, then I lost my sense of smell for about a week, and it was over. Well, given your gas, I think you should have gifted that to your wife. <laughs> but and my wife had it, and she's got underlying health conditions. She did not get that sick. I mean, it does vary from person to person, because I will tell you, uh, I did have it last February, and I was literally, or as Rob Lowe would say, literally, a hair away from being hospitalized. It really was, it was, it was bad. Uh, I don't know that I've ever been anywhere near as sick as I was in my life. So I will say that, I mean, the virus, you know, for people that say it isn't real, I would disagree with oh, that. Oh no, it's, it's very real. I ain't going to argue that point. It's real. I had it. I can tell you it's real, but, yeah. but the fact of the matter is you realize that the, that uh, you have a greater chance of dying from the common cold before COVID. I mean, I don't know about the common cold. Uh, I do know that uh, at least in the statistics that I saw, and that was probably seven or eight months ago that I looked, so my facts and figures may be very off. Uh, you know, contagious-wise, yeah, yes, you more likely oh, are yeah. likely to get COVID. However, as far as severity and deaths, you know, basically per capita of people that have it. 
No, you're definitely, I don't, I don't know about the cold, but you're definitely more likely to die from the flu than COVID. Yeah. I, at least from what, I, from what I've read, and take that for what it's worth, because obviously I am not a doctor. And, well, I don't give a damn about this vaccine. I mean, I don't even get flu shots, Stephen. I, I have watched people get the flu shot and end up worse off than if they were to have the flu itself. So I'm like, fuck that. I'll have to take the lesser of two evils if that comes my way. I'll never forget having strep throat when I was 19. And that was a hell of a lot worse than COVID, I'll tell you that. Well, in my case, uh, you know, my COVID definitely was bad. And I, given the fact that it was the earlier part of the pandemic, I probably should have been hospitalized. In my case, though, um, when, you know, all the people that should be getting it ahead of me, uh, you know, frontline workers or medical frontline workers, elderly teachers, what have you. Once they have all got it, I will say I'm, I'm going to go ahead and voluntarily take the vaccine. Now we just watched Not, Hank Aaron die, though, after taking the vaccine. Well, Hank Aaron was 772 years old, so, you know, and again, I also don't believe every death attributed to COVID was necessarily COVID-related. And I can say that from personal experience because, uh, you know, unfortunately in my life, my younger sister passed away this past April and the cause of death was listed as COVID. See, that's bullshit. I know it, it wasn't. I, I can guarantee you 100% it was not COVID because okay. I know what the cause of death was and I'm yeah. not going to get into that, but uh, no, it's, it, it, it's a matter of federal funding for every COVID death listed federal dollars go up. That's right. And, and not only that, Stephen, but also there was a, in South Africa, there was a man in a motorcycle accident so severe that it decapitated him. I mean, his head was literally separated from his shoulders. Well, you know, sometimes all you want is a little head. <laughs> and he had COVID while on his motorcycle. It was, the, it was the accident that killed him, but they had to put COVID on the death certificate. Well, I mean, I guess... One could technically argue that maybe the COVID caused the accident because of fatigue and the illness and all that, and that's what caused the accident, I guess. I'd, I don't know, but I mean, you know, I, I've seen reports of people that, you know, died of, you know, cancer. They've died of, they've died of gunshot wounds. They've, all this other, you know, things that have caused loss of life but again they attribute it to COVID yeah simply yeah. because it, it like most anything in major news and politics you know it, everything revolves around money yeah without without a doubt you know 
And that, you know, that's one thing too, because when my stepdaughter came up positive for COVID and uh, I started getting the symptoms, um, you know, I'm on the phone and they're ordering me into a quarantine except to go to the hospital and get tested. And I'm like, why? I'm not go. I'm not going to be another feather in somebody's cap because they're go- it doesn't matter if I have it or if I don't, they're going to tell me I have it. It's full of, because they're, they're making money off the off this. I'll put it on the paper, and and it's a bunch of lies and and something else, Stephen. And this really gets me cooking on the front burner. There is a, there is a four year old boy who was admitted into the emergency room somewhere. I don't know where this happened, and uh, he had some kind of respiratory problems. The doctors in the emergency room immediately diagnosed him as positive for COVID. But then his real pediatrician came in and said, I'm going to take a further examination. And what he discovered was the respiratory infection was caused from him wearing his fucking mask all the time. Breathing in his own germs. So I'd like to know how Biden is perverted, how he gets up on stage and say, these fucking masks are going to save fucking lives. And this shit's going on. I mean, to be fair, it really is a double-edged sword. When it comes to the masks, I don't really... Obviously, they've said, uh, you know, those with respiratory issues, things like that... um, underlying health issues don't necessarily have to wear them. I, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I mean, I obviously I, I don't disbelieve science. At the same time, I also believe that we're being manipulated to a certain extent and probably for good reason to try to keep you know, people safe, but I'm also not one of these people that's going to sit there and argue the point and all that crap. I'm not going to wear a fucking mask 24-7, but, you know, if they say it's required to, you know, walk into the grocery store or to, at least in my area where we still can go sit down in a restaurant and eat, you got to walk in with your mask on before you're seated and all that. I'll go ahead and do all that if for no other reason than I just simply don't want the argument. I don't want the dirty looks. I don't need the extra aggravation. If I got to you know, strap a piece of cloth to my face, um, this past Christmas, I had to fly out to California uh, to see some family. That was a fucking adventure. I had to work. That's probably the one time I, it's really bothered me the most is I had a four-and-a-half-hour flight uh, from Memphis to Vegas, and I had to you know wear a mask throughout the entire flight. That was a pain in the ass. But generally speaking, it's a minor annoyance at best. So one thing to take into consideration, though, is here, Twin Falls, Idaho, we do, we do not have a mask mandate. That's your option. Our cases have gone down. 
120 miles west of us in Boise is mandatory for a mask. Their cases have gone up. So something to think about right there. I think that part of it does come down to, honestly, personal responsibility, too. Um, uh, where I live, which is, you know, uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, just outside of uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Northeast Arkansas, Jonesboro in particular, has seen over the past few months a massive, massive spike. And they do have, or we, I should say, I guess, because I'm here. So we do have a mask mandate. You're not supposed to be able to go into any public building, anything like that, uh, without a mask on. But I will say this. I see so many damn people without the mask on. Uh, a few months ago, I was literally in line at a Dollar General. I had to stop in. I believe I had to get batteries and Tylenol or some shit like that. Non, you know, necessary items, but stuff I, you know, did have to or did kind of need to get. And I did not realize who I was in line behind at the time. This guy that was leaning all over everything and looking all fatigued. And I just thought, well, man, this dude's had a long day at work. Didn't see what he had in his hand. He had like three bottles of NyQuil and, you know, other cold medicines and shit like that. And then he gets to the counter and he's coughing all over everything. That not, I would have not a problem wearing with. a mask. And I'm just like, really? Dude, even if it's not COVID, you have. Don't really care one way or the other. But obviously you're sick with something. Cover your fucking mouth. It's only common sense. Yeah, but no. he. And, you know, fortunately, you know, my local cashier had, a you know, some peace of mind. And, you know, as soon as he walked away from the register, she put her hand up and told me, no. Nope, don't set anything down. I'm sanitizing all this shit. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Now, what I think is just utterly fucking retarded, these people that sit outside and, you know, if they're eating outside or something and, uh, and they still have their mask on, this dude's standing at a crosswalk by himself. There's nobody there. It's a quiet street. And he's wearing his mask. Oh, no, I, I see that all the time. I mean, you know, my day job, I, you know, I'm a delivery driver. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm literally seeing the public, whether it be in their cars or on the streets, all day long. I mean, you can disagree with me all you want, but I don't think it's about the masks. I think it's a test on compliance. Oh, I, I agree completely with that as well. But at the same time... You know, I'm I'm certainly for responsible mask wearing. I get it. COVID's very contagious. No issue with that. I'll comply with, you know, the regulations. And the regulations say, you know, when you're in public, you, you know, need to wear a mask. Okay, fine. And I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. It's no sweat off my back to, to take care of it. And... 
So let's jump ahead too. You know, I well, mean, uh, one last thought on that, but you know, the the theory that we're being told anyway is that you know, social distancing, six feet. Okay, cool. I don't like people anyway. I've got no problem with social distancing. I was social distancing before it was cool. But at the same time, I I look at these people that are driving down the street in their own cars, in their own personal little bubble with their own recycled air. And they're wearing a mask. A mask on. And I'm like, I mean, I get it when I make a delivery. When I pull up, mask goes on. I leave, mask goes off. Yeah. I, I... and I'm, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because I'm a smoker. I can't breathe worth a fuck in those things. So, <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, I, I was going to mention this too, because, uh, there was one time, uh, in Boise where I didn't have a mask to wear. And I went in with my sister to Walmart and, uh, she didn't have an extra one. They didn't have the paper ones. They told me that I had to walk around with my shirt up over. You know how you pull your shirt up over your nose if somebody farts? Uh, yeah, like that does anything. That doesn't filter out the smell of a fart. It's not filtering out a, a potentially <laughs> deadly virus. So Yeah. So, yeah, that's what they, they had me do is walk around the store with my shirt up over my mouth and nose. Wow. <laughs> well, I hope you had an extra long long shirt because i've seen your gut and that's just torture for everybody else at walmart (laughs) oh boy but um let's talk about the real tragedy of masks namely for those of us with facial hair oh shit because it's fucking uncomfortable as a motherfucker not just uncomfortable but quite frankly uh un completely useless because if you have more than, say, a half inch of facial hair, What's everything it? is coming in around the mask. You're not keeping anything away from anyone else or keeping anything away from you. So the mask is useless. But let's face it, mask beard is a real thing. And it fucks with your facial hair something fierce. Yes. Everything from goofy looking facial hair to ingrown hairs, which to me are more irritating than COVID was. Now, um, we don't have a lot of time left, but uh, the thing that scares me the most about Biden is pervertus and his uh, vice president who went uh, horizontal to make her career go vertical. Um, <laughs> you know. Nice line. Yeah. I, know, I took it from Jericho Green, but uh, <laughs> anyway... Um, I like to say that, you know, she's the first vice president to be named after a professional wrestler, Kamala. The the Ugandan nightmare. Uh, but, right. And by the way, anybody listening that doesn't know who Kamala is, just look up Kamala professional wrestling and you will laugh your ass off. But, uh, you know, John B. Wells said that uh, before the election, we got to think as we vote because this time communism is on the ballot of course uh, we said that about obama and i I do believe that obama is uh, more of a socialist but uh, i see 
I see communist, communism coming more and more in, in force to the United States, and that's making me fucking nervous. Well, I don't disagree with you. Um, honestly, Obama's president laid the groundwork for most socialistic things. And the fact that, you know, Biden has now been elected, I'm not so much worried about Biden's politics and Biden's policy, because quite frankly, he's just happy to be president. Which I'm more worried about the fact that, you know, he is at an advanced age. Yeah, he seems to be in pretty good health, but I mean, the man could honestly at his age could die at any minute. And yeah, there's going to be some people out there that go, well, he's only a few years older than Trump. Well, a few years at that age makes a lot of difference. Then if he dies in office, a self-proclaimed heavy socialist Kamala Harris. That literally set up a GoFundMe to post bail for BLM rioters. People that were literally arrested for committing felony arson and felony assault. And who knows, probably murder that we don't know about. A, a very real possibility. This person automatically, without congressional senator, much less voter approval, automatically, because of our Constitution, becomes president of the United States. So if Joe Biden has a massive stroke, becomes incapacitated, be it physically or mentally or whatever, this person automatically becomes president of the United States. And and I've seen her policies. I was honestly, obviously I disagree with the election results. I, I but I'm, I am seriously, I'm less afraid of a Joe Biden presidency. I really am. Because I, I think he's another Obama and his policies aren't going to be you know, great and stuff that I can deal with. You know, I dealt with policies like his for eight years under Obama. I lived through it. We made it fine. I'm more worried about him dying in office and this fucking nut job bitch taking over. And you know who will be her vice president? Actually, I don't. None other than Nancy Pelosi. So I thought she was leaning more towards Schumer if that was the case, but either way, it's just as bad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that is something to worry about. I mean, I'm saying patriots, we need to pray for our country. And uh, there, the, I don't know. I don't know what's coming next, but I'm I'm just gonna hope for the best. But anyway, Stephen, we are out of time, but uh, we're gonna hit a music set pretty soon. Uh, before I get to that, why don't you go ahead and uh, I believe you're on Twitter. The re- if any listeners want to reach out to you, uh, I am. I'm not super active, uh, so might as well just skip that. 
Uh, honestly, if you want to hear my thoughts or you have a question for me, the easiest and best way uh, to contact me would be directly, and no, I'm not going to give you my phone number, uh, but go ahead and email me at the Steve Solution at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to go ahead and do the Twitter route, a direct message would probably be best, and that is at AOL Stunner on Twitter. So, that being said, uh, Billy, it was great to be back, and I had a lot of fun. Absolutely. Good to have you back, and we're going to hit our music set. So, we have Sweet Tea Trio, going to be followed by Hale Sagan, Cottonmouth Kings, Rust, and the James Lee Band. With that said, we'll be back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... You mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. <laughs> This is U.S. Farm Report. And now for something completely different. Judge Brown. 
and that's the way it is. You can stick them, you can lick them, you can hide them, you can ride them, but plugs. Diarrhea is cured, you won't leak anymore with butt plugs. It's the fun and versatile butt plug. A rubber cylinder with a handle that's fun for the whole family. Have you got your butt plug? Yeah! Butt plugs. They'll go deep and far. They're great in the car. Butt plugs. You can chew them, you can glue them, you can bounce them, you can throw them. Butt plugs. Butt plugs by Hasbro. I got my butt plug, and I can't get it out. Butt plugs.
Someone's past your ground New Year's Eve Moonlit night You'd hear the wire stretch As the cops arrive In South Africa, genocide of white people, black-on-white violence, is rampant and ongoing. The South African mainstream media has kept this genocide hush-hush, and South Africa's politicians have been silent about it. It's time for the silence to end. Enter USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. 
USAC Incorporated comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. To join USAC and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit USAC.center. That's U-S-A-C dot center. USAC, working to bring back a safe, truly unified South Africa. This is the Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from scenarios? All right, it's time for the Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. Who farted? Yeah, we like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Doogie Hauser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states. Three children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away, and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. This is the Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash Radio Chris Master to find out days, times, and stations of where you can catch the Renegade Show. Hey, everybody, it's your boy Westdog from the GF6 Show reminding you to check us out on the baddest station on the planet. For station and broadcast times, go to www.gf6.com. That's G-F-S-I-X.com. You know what we do. Blow it up. Support Outlaw Radio and Friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including water purification by Berkey, delicious long-term storable food by My Patriot Supply, the New Eden Nutritional Support System, the Ionic Toothbrush System, a better way to clean your teeth, the Invisible Mask, a negative ion generator, that hangs from your neck like a pendant that mitigates incoming pollution. The High Ion BioKey Quantum Scalar Energy Pendant, EMF mitigating fabrics and clothing, and some really cool infrared night vision binoculars. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live, entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Some of the best blends from around the world, including Serato and Grindhouse Brew. Visit OutlawRadioABS.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up Let's Train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard. You just heard the James Lee Band with Country Drunk. Before that, Rust, W-R-U-S-T, out of Botswana, Africa, with Kill or Be Killed. 
Before that, Cottonmouth Kings with Where I'm Going. Before that, Hale Sagan with Dark Cloud. And starting off the whole set, Sweet Tea Trio with Live from Oak County. Alright, so at the moment I'm using a different system than what I normally use, so the soundboard is <clears throat> currently not available at this time. But with that said, it's time for News of the Weird slash Shower Thoughts. This is Outlaw Radio. News of the Weird. Alright, so I am going to continue with the uh, Shower Thoughts uh, Top 25 Shower, or 125 Shower Thoughts that uh, I started last week, and uh, let's continue with that. Number 46. Earth is like a guy who knows exactly where to stand next to a bonfire. Number 47. We stick kids in classrooms seven hours a day, give them another few hours of homework, actively discourage them from playing outside, and then wonder why kids are so out of shape. Number 48. The Swiss must have been pretty confident in their chances of victory if they included a wine bottle corkscrew on their Swiss army knife. Number 49. My 15-year-old self would be appalled to hear how many times I've chosen sheep sleep over sex. Sheep? That sounded bad. Yes. Number 50. Cemeteries would be way more interesting if they put the cause of death on the headstone. Number 51. April Fool's Day is the one day of the year where people critically evaluate news before accepting them as true. Number 52. History classes are only are only going to get longer and harder as time goes on. Number 53. Sleep should be rolled over like, oh, you got 20 hours of sleep today? Cool, man. You don't need to sleep for the next three days. Number 54. Snapchat is ruining all all the progress we made on getting people to take horizontal videos. Number 5. If cats had wings, they'd still just lay there. Number 56. 1984 to 2000 seems like a very long time compared to 2000 to 2016. Number 57. The fact I can't recognize my co-workers outside of uniform 80% of the time tells me Superman knows exactly what he's doing. Number 58. When drone technology becomes cheap enough hands-free umbrellas are gonna be are gonna be the shit (laughs) number 59 taxes are like a subscription to your country that you can't cancel no matter how bad the service gets number 60 some women want their outfit to be noticed as uh, as a excuse me 
some women want their outfit to be noticed. As a male, I prefer nobody noticing it so I can still wear it the next day. Number 61. When Sweden is playing Denmark, it is Sweden. The remaining letters not used is Denmark. Number 62. Your dog doesn't know you can make mistakes. When you trip over him in the in the dark, he thinks you just got up just to kick him in the head. <laughs> Number 63. Car horns should only be allowed in pitches C, E, and G, so whenever two people honk at the same time, it will be in harmony and traffic jams should be like symphonies. Number 64. I'm glad dogs can't read the no dogs allowed signs so they don't feel sad and left out. Number 65. A person who would proofread Hitler's speeches is a grammar Nazi. Number 66. A ton of people is literally 12 to 15 people. Number 67. As a kid, 99.9% of times I cried was due to physical pain. As an adult, 99.9% .9 of the times I cried was due to emotional pain. Number 68. If you had one dollar for every year the universe existed approximately 3.8 billion years, you shouldn't... You wouldn't even make it to the top 50 on the on the Forbes list. <laughs> Number 69. Siri or Cartana should say um um hmm, instead of showing a buffering animation. Number 70. An unlimited minutes per month phone plan really only gives you 44,640 minutes per month at best. <clears throat> yeah, just check with the phone companies on that. <clears throat> Excuse me, if they're uh, telling you you're abusing your plan. Number 71. Your stomach thinks that all potatoes are mashed. Number 72. Humans are really bad at recharging it about excuse me humans are really bad at recharging it takes about eight hours charge for sixteen hours of use number seventy three big supermarkets should have baskets placed around the store for that moment when i realize i can't carry another thing and should have gone and, sh and should have got a basket <laughs> number seventy four Websites post their password requirements on their login pages so I can remember what the fuck I needed to do to my normal password to make it work on their site. Number 75. Tobacco companies should be leaning in the search for cancer cure. The day after a cure is found, sales of cigarettes are going to go up by 
500,000% from millions of us that quit for for health longevity reasons. <clears throat> Number 76. It really annoys the piss out of me that cars t turning signals tick at slightly different intervals. Number 77. I am 100% confident that if I ever hit a kid with my car, it will be because I'm starting at the speedometer in a, in a school zone. Number 78. Scientists are adult kids stuck in the why phrase. Number 79. I never realize how explicit my music is until my parents hear it in the car and I have definitely been there before. Number 80. Clapping is just hitting your hands together repeatedly like something. Number 81. When jogging we put on special clothes so people don't think we are running f from or to something. Number 82. In order to fall asleep, you have to pretend to be asleep. Number 83. It would be a good idea to have the prices right with billionaires just to see how out of touch we they are. Number 84. Every time I check my pockets for my wallet, keys, and phone, I do 25% of the Macarena. N number 85. We insult people by calling them assholes, dicks, and pussies. Some of the most important and essential, and essential body parts. We should be calling people we don't like an appendix. <laughs> Eight, eighty-six. When older generations say this generation is terrible, they're really saying they sucked as parents. Number 87. It's not a pyramid scheme is a is a phrase almost exclusively used by people involved in periods pyramid schemes. Number 88. Why do people say tuna fish when they don't say beef mammal or chicken bird? Number 89. If a stranger insults me, I'll probably ignore it as their opinion is meaningless. If a stranger compliments me, I'll, prob I'll probably cher it, cherish it as their opinion is important. Number 90. The Japanese flag could accurately be a pie chart how, of how much of Japan is Japan. Number 91. The object of golf is to play the least amount of golf. Number 92. Almost every hand I've, sha I've shaken has, a, has had a dick in it. Oh, thank you very much for reminding me of that. <laughs> Never thought of that before. Now that's, that's going to haunt me. Will I ever shake hands again? I don't know. Number 93. The sinking of the Titanic must have been a miracle to the lobsters in the kitchen. Number 94. 3G 
used to be the best thing going. Now my phone's indicator says 3G. It pretty much functions like I have no signal at all. Number 95. The craziest prediction that the TV show The Jetsons made about life that far in the future is that man could still support a middle-class family of four by working in a factory. Number 96. Imagine how terrifying fire would be if it wasn't a, a light source. Number 97. There exists a fine, there exists uh, finite auction, actions. If performed in the correct order, it would make me a millionaire in, in a day. I just don't know what they are. Number 98. If opposites attract, I would I should be dating a gorgeous billionaire supermodel that has a loving family. Number 99. The Viagra commercial says, make sure your heart is healthy enough for sex. That's a really deep question if you think about it in a more metaphorically more metaphorical way. Number 100. Using solar panels to power an air conditioning unit is like using the sun's power against itself. 101. James Bond is going to need a visa for his missions now. 102. Brushing your teeth is the only time you clean your skeleton. Uh, 103. If I told you it featured themes of bestiality, Stockholm Syndrome, slave labor, and lynching, you would never guess Beauty and the Beast is a kid's movie. 104. Apple has anorexia. It is obsessed with thinness, which leads to remove things, which leads it to remove things people actually need. Five. Dogs probably destroy shoes because they see humans put them on before they leave the house. One o six. Don't kid yourself would be a good slogan for an abortion clinic. 107. A true mad scientist would only destroy half of the earth since the other half is the control group. 108. In normal English, execute and kill are synonyms, but on a computer, they're antonyms. 109. Students are stereotypically viewed as being lazy, but I work ten times harder as a student than I do in my career now. 110. Where are you is probably the least used phrase in sign language. 111. All marijuana is is considered mer medical marijuana if you believe laughter is the best medicine. 112. 
I've seen my girlfriend's butthole more times than I've ever seen mine. <laughs> wow. One thirteen. Depression is like being an emotionally abusive. Depression is like being in an emotionally abusive relationship with your brain. One fourteen. It's crazy that it's this giant thing in the sky all the time that we're not supposed to look at. 115. Diabetes is one disease where sugar, a sugar pill isn't a placebo. 116. We never wash our belts, but they are the first thing we touch after wiping our asses. Okay. 117. Strap on spelled backwards is no parts. 118. Whenever you dig up a. Excuse me. Whenever you dig up. Let me start over. Whenever you dig up dirt or a rock, that could be the first time it has seen the sun in millions of years. 119. If Apple owned the ISS, it would spell disaster for other spacecraft that wanted to dock with it. <laughs> 120. Car design used to accommodate smokers with lighters and ashtrays, but now we're a decade into the smartphone area and automakers still haven't thought to include a, a part with a phone mount. <laughs> I agree with that one. 121. The Hobbit was a book about dangers of greed. The Hobbit films ruined it because of greed. Excuse me, the Hobbit films were ruined because of greed. 122. There should be a gym where membership fee is extremely high at the beginning of the month, but you earn money back for every time you end up going and working out for at least one hour. 123. Teenagers drive like they have limited time, and old people drive like they have all the time in the world. 124. Men get all the blame for splashing when they go to the toilet, but no one... But... Let me start over. Men get all of the blame for splashing when they go to the toilet, but none of the credit is... Or organically jet washing skid marks away. <laughs> Finally, number 125. If I punch myself in the face and it hurts, does it make me weak or strong? <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, does it for News of the Weird slash Shower Thoughts. And with just a little bit of time left, you know, just thinking about the conversation I had with Stephen James. And uh, he's absolutely right. I mean, this Biden pres presidency, I mean, there seems to be uh, a lot to worry about there. 
Uh, but uh, what's scarier is if, you know, if he ends up, uh, if he ends up dying while he's in office, or if he, uh, you know, something something happens to him and he can't continue. And under the Constitution, that means that Kamala Harris will be taking place as president. And, you know, with either Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi as vice president, um, I think that's definitely the end of our nation. And since we were robbed of this election, because uh, pre former President Trump won, and I think fair and square he he won, and uh, they just took it from him. They blatantly took it from him. You know, that uh, really shows right now where our democracy is standing. It's like, uh, you know, they, they were going to make sure that he lost this election. It was, it was like they, they were on a mission to, it's like, well, maybe they underestimated him, didn't think uh, he was going to win back in 2016. So they had to make sure that he lost this year with all the good he's done and the millions of supporters. And the 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 fraud is right there. Um, you know, I mean, they, they've, they've proved it time and time again with, uh, you know... A lot of fake votes, and uh, this Dominion voting is a problem. And of course, those Dominion machines are not even supposed to be hooked up to the internet. And yet, somehow, they were getting readings to Italy and I think China as well. So, I mean, this is this is really something to think about. But. Uh, Donald Trump said that this this isn't over in his own words and uh, you know yes Biden is in the White House but how long will he stay there we don't know anyway that's something to think about anyway so for what's on the agenda next week is to be determined but we're going to end the show with Andrew W. Boss and a killer. Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio, and I will be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio. Those eyes are crazy You swore that you never said you never felt
T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from Fresh Baked Tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to FreshBakedTees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more, sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down, a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out The Charles Richardson Show. It's uncensored talk radio. No crybabies. No losers. No fucktards. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums, provided you have a brain. For the 411 stations and showtimes, like the Charles Richardson Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some. I know the truth about Benghazi. I was there, fighting alongside five Americans who were all raised to believe that if you have a chance to save someone's life and you don't try, that's more criminal than anything else. 
So we fought for 13 hours and we saved lives. But we are not unique. We are no different than the Americans who ran back into those crumbling New York towers or the Americans who tackled the armed terrorists on that French train or the many faceless, nameless Americans who every day risk their lives for perfect strangers trapped in burning cars or dangerous waters. Because if they didn't, no one would. Where was that courage among the politicians who had the power to make a difference during those 13 hours in Benghazi? I am the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Hi, it's the Big Voice Guy, the one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too, no matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Well, here I am sitting on a porch writing another song. Wailing Willie David Allen Cole You can't go wrong Such great outlaw boys just like me Man, can't you see? Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song Song. The Outlaw Song 
this old song about Waylon and Willie, David Allen Coe, the man in black and the possum, George Jones. Can't go wrong. 